and welcome to Inside IB, your guide to the ins and outs of student life at Imperial College Business School. This podcast is your one-stop shop of what it's like to study at Imperial on one of our master's or MBA programs with advice from expert staff members and experienced students. For our fourth episode, we're going to explore how to fund your MBA programme. An MBA is a significant investment. However, there are lots of funding options available to Imperial students. In this episode, we'll be hearing from Executive Director of Marketing, Recruitment and Admissions, Joel McConnell, who will share the options available, followed by Global Online MBA student, Vicky Long, who received a scholarship. First up, I'll be chatting with Joel McConnell, Executive Director of Marketing, Recruitment and Admissions at the Business School. Joel, hello. Hi, Amy. How are you today? I'm very well, thank you. Thank you for joining us. And we're really excited to have you here. It's an absolute pleasure to be on the call with you today. First of all, I've got some rapid fire questions to get us started and to get to know you a bit better. Are you ready? Let's go. What's your role at the business school? Uh, My formal title is Executive Director of Marketing, Recruitment and Admissions. Uh, In practical terms, that means I lead a team of about 45. And together, we're responsible for the broader onboarding aspect of the student journey uh, at Imperial College Business School. Can you describe your typical working day in three words? Varied, demanding, uh, and fun. Excellent. I'm glad to hear your day is also fun at Imperial. Um, And what's your favorite thing about the business school community? We really are focused on delivering a rich end-to-end experience uh, for our students. And that sort of shared purpose means that uh, the various teams that are involved uh, from that initial outreach and contact with a potential applicant right through to alumni and potential donor is joined up. And so I think what's exciting about Imperial College Business School is that we really do work quite closely all along the the student uh, journey to make sure that MBA students and other students in the business school have a rich experience while they're with us and as a graduate. Okay, our last rapid fire question. Can you give us the IB Insider Scoop? Where do you recommend all students visit when they come to London? I would certainly recommend going to the Victoria and Albert Museum. Uh, you can go many times and still not see everything. It's an excellent first stop and it's close to campus. The second item I would suggest is, uh, if you're looking for something more outdoors, is hit Hampstead Heath. It's beautiful, in particular in the warmer months. Those are really good tips. Thanks, Joel. How long have you been living in London? Just under three years. March 4th will be my third year anniversary here in London. Oh, wow. So quite a while now. Now, on to funding an MBA. Today, we'll be chatting about the options available to students and the scholarships that Imperial offers. Firstly, we have a range of funding options available on our programmes. Can you tell us what they are? Sure. Uh, There are sort of five generic tools candidates have access to uh, when thinking about how to fund their MBA programme. The first would be self-funding. Uh, and you know, here it's typically about savings uh, and uh, friend or family support. Then uh, there's student loans or some uh, version of an asset equity loan. Family support can come in other ways as well, and I'll talk about a bit more about that in uh, as we work to our call today. Corporate sponsorships, a big one, of course, and then finally scholarships. Okay, excellent. And self-funding is a, is a popular route for MBA candidates, isn't it? Um, can you tell us a bit more about that? Yes, absolutely. There's sort of, uh, you know, corporate sponsorship is attractive, obviously, but self-funding is a great route. And most of our students, I would say, choose self-funding because it gives you flexibility uh, to really pursue something new and different after your MBA program. So there's sort of three things to consider here about, you know, why self-funding is so attractive. Uh, self-funding doesn't include a, a retention clause uh, as corporate funding would. So you really do have the flexibility and freedom upon graduation to uh, pursue new professional avenues that maybe you hadn't thought about before joining the program. 
Two, uh, self-funding really is a great way to invest in your future earnings potential. So people invest in financial instruments. Uh, why not invest in yourself? If it's done right, uh, using the right mix of funding sources, uh, you can both help manage the short-term financial commitment required to do an MBA and also uh, really sort of fast-track your career uh, scaling, let's say, and the financial gains you're able to obtain over the longer term. And then finally, uh, there's always room for creative funding options. Maybe there's someone in your family that's got a new venture, for example, uh, and they're willing to uh, you know, contribute to your program for some of your expertise. So say you're setting in a part-time program, maybe there is a creative solution to uh, finding additional funding that can uh, sort of take care of part of those fees for yourself as well. And students can also opt to seek funding from their employer via corporate sponsorship, um, which we've mentioned a little bit. What support does Imperial offer students who want to make a corporate sponsorship business case? Yeah, it's, it's a bit of a tricky one. Uh, it's a bit uncomfortable for some candidates to you know, ask their firms to sponsor them for an MBA, and, and that's certainly something that is a common occurrence. The good news is that the student recruitment team uh, can help you build a business case so that when you approach your employer, uh, if you've got an offer to study uh, on our MBA program, that you really are able to approach in a more strategic way. If this is something of interest to you, uh, all you need to do is request a profile review and the student recruitment person that you speak with will, again, help you build a business case that you can use to present to your employer uh, when asking for corporate sponsorship. Excellent. Thank you. And now moving on to student loans, what are the options for MBA students? Sure. There are three types of loans I'd talk about here. The first is private loans. Uh, This is an ideal kind of student loan uh, because it's from friends and family or uh, if you're from certain Latin American countries, uh, potentially from your employer. And that's because uh, you know private loans are generally uh, the type of loan that won't affect your credit rating uh, or credit scores, and that's something to consider you know when you go on to do different things after the MBA program. Second, uh, again, when you're looking at student loans or you know commercial loans, the the attractive thing about uh, student loans is they typically have lower interest rates. Uh, they have higher amounts, uh, and sometimes they also allow you to pay back early at no penalty. The other alternative, obviously, if it's not a student loan, is to look at uh, just a general consumer loan. You'll typically need to have uh, some collateral to guarantee that loan. And of course, depending on whether you're a home or overseas student, there'll be different implications as well. Finally, if you are applying from the UK and you are a UK national or a settled resident, there are some UK government funding options, and you can find out more about uh, those loan and funding options from the further funding options section of the MBA webpages under fees and funding. And what about international MBA students who study part-time? Are there any particular considerations for those students? Yeah, you know what, I think for students that might be studying the global MBA, the executive MBA, or the weekend MBA, and if you're going to be based in your home country and traveling back and forth as part of that program with us, you might actually have a more attractive or, let's say, lower risk profile for lending organizations. Uh, because you'll be working uh, in the country where you obtained the loan. Uh, and that means that typically you'll be able to start paying back your loan right away. So from a financial institution perspective, you might have a better credit risk profile. The other thing is to be sure you understand the, the options with regards to pure student loans and consumer loans. There are many sort of upstart organizations that do offer loans to international students who want to study an MBA at a top business school. So be sure to find out uh, what those alternative funding organizations are offering loan-wise, so that at least when you have that conversation with your bank or financial institution, you know what the different alternatives are. Can students combine these different funding options? 
Yes, and you certainly should. I would say that when you're looking at funding your MBA program, uh, create a toolbox of different options that you might have access to to fund your program and understand what mix of those tools uh, will create uh, the least amount of weight for you from a financial perspective at graduation and also will allow you to uh, shorten your return on investment period as well. That makes sense and really good advice. Thank you for sharing that, Joel. Um, In addition to self-funding and the loan options that are available, there are also a wide variety of scholarships available for MBA students. Can you talk a bit about what's on offer there? Yeah, great question, Amy. The uh, college as a whole, and certainly the faculties in the business school, have scholarships as well. So the good news is there are scholarships provided directly by the institution for both home and overseas students. In addition to uh, sort of general scholarships offered by the different uh, units across the university, There are external partnerships we have where we partner to offer scholarships as well for students, certain student profiles. Um, But beyond all that, there are some sort of unique scholarships at the business school I did want to mention. There's the recently launched Black Future Leaders Scholarship. We also have the Forte Fellowship, which is specifically to support top female candidates who are blind to our MBA program. We also have the Reaching Out MBA Fellowship, which includes not only a scholarship, but career support and mentorship and networking as well for LGBTQ plus students who are coming to join our MBA program. We have regional scholarships. And finally, Imperial College Business School also has scholarships that recognize academic excellence prior to joining Imperial. So quite a lot on offer there. And, And can students apply to more than one scholarship? They absolutely can, uh, but generally we'll only offer one scholarship to uh, students uh, if they are successful in their application. It's quite competitive. Uh, We do compare individual applications to the broader pool, and we do try to stretch our scholarship budget as far as possible uh, and try and support as many students uh, as possible that are joining our MBA program. Of course. Thank you, Joel. You also sit on the Scholarships and Studentships Steering Committee for Imperial College as a whole. Why does the college place value on offering a wide range of scholarships? Great question. Uh, Imperial College uh, was recognised this year as a leading UK university for student experience. Uh, And a big part of why that is, uh, is that we have such a rich diversity on campus. And that's not only about students, but also staff and faculty. We also have an important ratio of overseas students uh, who pay different fees than do home students. And so Imperial College is committed to funding and working with funding partners uh, to help reduce the financial burden of studying at one of the leading universities for STEM fields and, of course, business. Excellent. Thank you, Joel. And from your personal experience, when reviewing MBA applications, what often stands out in the applications that go on to receive scholarships? It's a tough question, Amy. Uh, there's so many factors that come into play when we're looking at uh, applications for, for scholarships in the MBA. For me, however, there are sort of three critical elements. Again, keeping in mind that Imperial College Business School students are generally outstanding applicants, and while we'd love to provide financial support to more students, uh, as with many business schools, funds are limited. Uh, but again, that said, uh, there are some elements that I consider particularly important. The first would be uh, inc- you know, inclusive community, uh, or about creating a more inclusive community. So. Does the applicant bring something additional or something unique to the school? And that could be expertise for uh, the classroom discussions they'll participate in. Could that be a representation from a geography where we'd like to see more students from? Or it might even even be about supporting our aims for getting towards gender parity in our MBA programs. We want to enrich our students' learning experience as much as possible. And a diverse set of classmates is the best ways to, to begin. Second, uh, is there genuine excellence and or financial need? 
And finally, uh, it's about long-term contribution for me. Uh, will the potential degree student and potential scholarship recipient both excel in the program and go on to be an outstanding alumnus that contributes to the Imperial community uh, again over the longer term? Thanks, Joel, for sharing that insight. Now, before we wrap up, I've got one final question for you. Thinking about our listeners who may apply soon, what's your top piece of advice for nailing the application? Great question, Amy. And sort of, there's so many things that I could share here, having done an MBA myself and having seen so many MBA applications and students come through uh, through Imperial. Uh, there are two things I would mention, however. The first is uh, about early applications and multiple selection rounds. So start early is my message. Uh, it's not absolutely required, of course, uh, but some of our most competitive applicants are also the ones that apply for the first or second admissions rounds. Uh, and all our MBA programs, of course, have multiple selection rounds. Not surprisingly, then, uh, we are uh, you know, considering applicants for scholarships uh, across the recruitment cycle. So obtaining an admissions offer earlier uh, than other candidates may put you in an advantage on, on, on the uh, scholarship front as well. The second thing I'll mention here is really about you communicating what your unique value is. So again, there are many excellent MBA programs out there and great schools for every type of candidate. As a fellow MBA graduate, however, uh, I like to see what you know an applicant brings that is unique, interesting, uh, potentially useful to other class participants, and especially when it comes to syndicate group work and in-class debate. Uh, tell us what you know. Uh, what you have done and what you plan to do in the future. Uh, that makes you, a, of course, a great potential addition to the class we're currently building and a future alumni of the business school. That's really great advice, Joel. Thank you so much for sharing. And thank you again for joining us today. It's been really great talking to you. Amy, it's always a pleasure to catch up with you. And thank you for inviting me in today. Our second guest today is Vicky Lung. Vicky is a current student on the Global Online MBA program. Hello and welcome to Inside IB. Hi, Amy. So thank you so much for joining us today. I'm going to begin with some rapid fire questions. Are you ready? Yeah. What's your current job role? I currently work in consulting. I actually moved into consulting about three months ago. I work for a healthcare consulting firm and we serve clients here in the Asia Pacific market. Previous to that, I was working in the healthcare industry in medical device, doing some of the kind of new cardiovascular therapies, uh, market and business development. Excellent. Thanks, Vicky. Um, and tell me, why did you choose to study the Global Online MBA at Imperial? Just to take a step back and just why Imperial, I think just being a global leader in science and technology, I think the business school has a very good um, unique spot that it kind of drives education through, you know, business and technology and an entrepreneurial mindset. I think that's one thing that attracted me to the Imperial College Business School in the first place. And I guess the global online MBA program, I was drawn to that because of how diverse it is. The student population, uh, the program, the faculty, the thought of being amongst a cohort with such kind of high caliber uh, professionals from all across the world. I was drawn to that opportunity to to be a part of this learning community um, with individuals from different industries, uh, different locations, different stages of their careers as well. So, And being a busy mother of two and a working professional, an online MBA was would kind of provide me with the flexibility and need to kind of balance the demands between study, family, and work life. So it sounds like you're incredibly busy, Vicky. So um, uh, how do you balance everything? What's your favorite time of day to fit in your studies? What's my favorite time of day to fit in studies? Well, 
usually I do it when my kids go to sleep. Uh, luckily, uh, the two of them are down before 8 p.m. so that I can fit in at least a good two to three hours every night. And usually on the weekends, I actually don't do much on the weekends uh, because I like to reserve that for family. Usually during their nap times or at night,、um, and towards the end of the term, sometimes, you know, when when assignments are due, I would probably my husband would take the kids, and then I would kind of lock myself in the library for for a day to crunch out some of the papers and assignments that are that are on a tight deadline. So, with the global online MBA being an, an online program, have you still had the opportunity to、um, to network and get to know your classmates from around the world? Yeah, absolutely. I think it's very easy to think that an online program, you know, you lack a lot of the networking that a traditional on-campus program would have. But I'd say that you know we make more intention to connect with one another, whether it's through casual catch-up or whether our group works. You know, we set up. Weekly meetings or kind of a quarterly fun social Zoom kind of gathering. I think there's more intention to connect with one another via an online platform. For example, within our cohort, I think there are interests WhatsApp groups. So those are interested in healthcare or work in healthcare related professions. We have a chat group, and sometimes we share with one another interesting things that come through in our work lives or in our profession.、Um, and it's just a good platform to share with one another and network and and understanding more about what each other does. Brilliant! That's really good to hear, Vicky. Um, and today I'd like to talk to you specifically about the scholarship that you received. Um, can you tell me what scholarship that was? I was awarded the Women's Scholarship. And how did you feel when you found out that you had been awarded a scholarship? I was very humbled to receive it. And was there anything about the women's scholarship that you relate to personally? Yeah, I think the women's scholarship kind of is awarded to candidates that kind of demonstrate strong leadership skills and and have exceptional academic achievements and professional excellence. And also, one important aspect is kind of to show a commitment to helping women achieve their career potentials through personal mentoring within their workplace or in the community. And I think it was in my interview talking about kind of mentoring some of the younger staff that are also female on my team, talking about that experience. And I think that resonates with some of the qualities that are needed for the scholarship. It also came out from kind of story of talking about my contribution to the workplace. Aside from reduced tuition fees, have you experienced any other benefits of being awarded this scholarship? Yes, absolutely, Amy. As a scholarship recipient, you're able to represent the school as a student ambassador for the Global Online MBA program, and what that means is also supporting kind of the recruitment of high-caliber candidates, also encouraging women's interest in getting an MBA education at Imperial. So, as a student ambassador, you have a profile set up on a platform. Where you have description about your background, and you can chat with you know prospective students that have any questions about the program. Over the past year, approximately eighty percent of the questions I received are from women interested in pursuing their MBA through this global online MBA program, and it's quite encouraging to see the increased number of female interested in MBA education.、Uh, a lot of times, their questions are whether to pursue an MBA,、um, how does it 
you know, advance their career? How does it fulfill some of their personal um, short-term and long-term goals? And also some of the questions that I always also receive is, how do you balance it when you have work, when you have home life, when you have kids? It's through these platforms that I'm able to build a network of these women interested in MBA education, but also encourage them to kind of go for it, to go for it and pursue kind of an education because if you don't do it now, you know, when are you going to do it? So I think that's also been a very, very humbling experience and also a benefit from being a scholarship recipient. Excellent. Thank you, Vicky. And thinking about your application overall, what do you think made you a great candidate for a scholarship? I say the unique profile that I'm able to bring to my cohort. My profile is a pretty underrepresented population amongst my cohort kind of my background, you know, I had a unique upbringing that provided me the opportunity to kind of live in Hong Kong, in Singapore, and then in China. I completed my undergraduate studies in the United States before returning to Hong Kong to begin my career in the healthcare industry. And really to represent kind of women in MBA education, you know, we come from, we, we all have a story ourselves, but it's also kind of how your experiences mold you together to be kind of the pro that you are and how you bring it forward to encourage other women to um, succeed in their career, to push forward and to kind of reach for goals that they've set for themselves. Thank you, Vicky. And final question from me. Um, what's one piece of advice you would offer to anyone who wants to be considered for a scholarship? In your, in your application, really to highlight what is something that, you know, you bring out. Um, especially in your personal statements, you know, everyone has a story to tell and everyone that, and everyone that applies to Imperial is of a high caliber. The key is really not just to provide a list of your accomplishment academically and professionally, but really to take a step further and highlight what unique perspectives that you bring to the cohort and you bring to the business school and the Imperial community on a wider sense. And so the personal statement is actually an element that you can highlight that. Most importantly, really supplement what is written in your personal statement. I think in the personal statement, you basically paint a picture of who you are. And this picture is two-dimensional. And these professional references add a different dimension and provides kind of a 3D picture of who you are. And so really take the time to craft it out and invest in putting your application together and highlighting what makes you stand out from kind of the hundred other people that apply to the Imperial College Business School. That's really good advice. Thank you, Vicky. Um, and again, thank you so much for joining us today. It's been a pleasure talking with you. All right. Thank you so much, Amy. That concludes this episode of Inside IB, your guide to admissions at Imperial College Business School. I've been your host, Amy Duckworth. And once again, thanks to our guests, Joel McConnell and Vicky Lung for giving us the inside scoop on funding your MBA program at Imperial College Business School. Join us again next week for an episode where we'll be comparing our MSc International Management and MSc Management programs, again from the people who know best, our brilliant students and staff. In the meantime, head to the admissions section of your chosen program on our website. You can also read our admissions blog for more useful tips, which is linked in the description of this episode. 